Michael Saylor committed tax fraud. Is the Ethereum merge going to be fine? And LG picked this blockchain for its NFT marketplace? That and more in the crypto market talk this week. In this week's episode, we'll talk mainly about Bitcoin and Ethereum, but we will also have some news about Solana as well as Hedera, which has an interesting partnership that we'll talk about in a few seconds. But first of all, let's talk about the major news story here. Half of all Bitcoin trades are fake. This is an article from Forbes that came out just a couple of days ago, saying that 51% or more than half is likely to be fake or non-economic. Forbes estimates that global daily Bitcoin volume for the industry was 128 billion on June 14th. And that should be 51% less than the 262 billion one would get by taking the sum of self-reported volume from multiple sources. Now, a couple of things here, of course. And in the article, in the Forbes article, they actually say that 21 crypto exchanges generate 1 billion of daily trading activity and the next 33 are only in the range of 200 to 300 million. Now on one side it's extremely difficult to actually make sure that the data that is coming from different exchanges is actually true because a lot of smaller exchanges in specific countries are actually giving out way more trading volume than they actually have. This was an issue way before even in 2017 a lot of the, for example, South Korean exchanges uh, showed much more uh, trading activity than was actually happening on the different platforms in order to get users. However, most new statistics actually show that these or some of these exchanges have been excluded from the facts. Another thing is that the article is saying that Tether, for example, the stablecoin, is using majority of the trading volume and the people are actually interacting using a stablecoin which would technically make sense thinking that it is a stablecoin it is more stable than bitcoin which is very very volatile in my opinion though this is a very short-sighted view on things the Bitcoin monetary system or the ecosystem actually is doing a lot of things differently than the traditional exchanges when it comes to just buying and selling and of course economic activity will be way way different another thing is of course the lightning network which i believe is not included in this statistic as well so it will be interesting to see whether the lightning network once included would actually show a higher number of transactions compared to what Forbes has reported. Now the major news story is whether Michael Saylor has actually committed tax fraud. He's being sued by the District of Columbia, the Attorney General here, Carl Racine, and he is actually saying that hundreds of millions of dollars of income he earned while living in the district. Apparently, he was living in either Florida or somewhere else, but he actually was living in Washington, D.C. Now, it will be interesting to see whether this is an indirect attack on Bitcoin or whether this is actually an attack on Michael Saylor and MicroStrategy. 
because as you know a couple of weeks ago I reported that Michael Sale has actually stepped down as the CEO from the uh, company position and the CEO position and he will be more in charge of the Bitcoin positioning so it could be that MicroStrategy was anticipating maybe a case like this made sure that he stepped down from the CEO position and now is focusing on their core business while Michael Saylor is focusing on the Bitcoin strategy. Whether it is true or not is of course a different story and apparently MicroStrategy is also being sued by the Attorney General for tax fraud because they said that MicroStrategy actually helped Michael Saylor by giving his workplace in the Washington uh, DC district as well will be interesting on the chart though we've had a couple of corrections in the last couple of days and it is actually here fighting for the support line at around 19,700 US dollar it will be quite quite interesting whether this will break or not in my opinion though the situation for the merge will be much more interesting so if the merge in any capacity is showing any weakness I will say this will actually break and fall much much lower again you remember the lowest point we've discussed around 13,500 US dollar is an interesting buy zone so if you're expecting at least macroeconomically but also from a crypto perspective that these charts will fall down even further I would say get your buy orders straight because this might be quite an interesting buy opportunity. Moving on to Ethereum, because Ethereum, let's be honest here, is the more interesting news story this and next week, because Ethereum is preparing for the merge. Now, the first important part is the so-called Bellatrix update. And Bellatrix is actually happening on the 6th of September. So when this video is live, it has either happened or will happen in the coming hours. So it will be very interesting to see whether this upgrade has successfully went through. And then afterwards, we will have the merge approximately between the 13th and the 15th of September. So next week, calendar week 37 is important. In the meantime, the co-founder of Ethereum, Vitalik Buterin, has given an interview where he talked about the potential security of the network and how proof of work differs from proof of stake in that regard. He's, for example, saying that a consensus system that needlessly costs huge amounts of electricity is not just bad for the environment, it also requires issuing hundreds of thousands of Bitcoin or Ethereum every year. Eventually, of course, the issuance will decrease to near zero, and he's referring to Bitcoin in this case, at which point that will stop being an issue. But then Bitcoin will start to deal with another issue, how to make sure that it stays secure. And he's even saying that Bitcoin security is going to come entirely from fees and Bitcoin is just not succeeding at getting the level of fee revenue required to secure of what could be a multi-trillion dollar system. He's of course referring to the fees generated within the ecosystem and if you look at the different statistics you can see that Bitcoin is actually not even in the top one or two positions but more at around five or six or seven because ethereum uniswap synthetics and all of these different protocols are actually currently generating more fees 
and in forms of revenue versus Bitcoin. So that could mean that proof of work is actually maybe an old school system. Maybe it will survive, maybe it won't. But at the same time, proof of stake is a very big gamble. And I'm not completely sure whether technically this will follow through completely and in a good way. In the meantime, server architecture providers such as Hetzner, for example, which is a big server provider in Germany and also which is taking care of a lot of different Ethereum nodes, is saying that anything related to trading, mining, and especially mining when it comes to hardware will be shut down soon. So this could actually mean proof of stake is much, much more important than we have all expected. So if we look at the stats, for example, here we can see, of course, Amazon with AWS is still with 54% the major provider here. But at the same time, we're also seeing Hetzner on place number two. And Hetzner falling away is at, it is at the same time 16% that will fall away from the Ethereum nodes. And that could be a big issue. So Ethereum has to move to proof of stake. You could also say that they are being pushed indirectly to move towards proof of stake. Although it's very clear that the Ethereum community as a whole wants to move away. Now even the New York Times is writing about it saying the crypto world can't wait for the merge and here this graphic shows it really nice. Electricity turned into a leaf essentially showing that the Ethereum merge and proof of stake will essentially turn Ethereum into a more eco-friendly and energy efficient system. In the meantime if you want to be up to date you can have a look on whenmerge.com and you can see here it takes about eight days six hours this is of course the time of the recording approximate date is around the 13th of september but the mainnet launch will be one day after so first we'll have this thing called difficulty bomb countdown and then we'll actually have the mainnet launch in about nine days so around the 14th september we will probably experience proof of stake on Ethereum and that will change a lot of things. In the meantime we can have a look at the chart and while we've seen some strength in the last couple of days the strength has turned into weakness. Although not as much as with Bitcoin we can still see the market is a bit unsure. On one side people want to buy Ethereum to maybe get even a hard fork in form of Ethereum proof of work or they want to play this safe and just keep their Ethereum in a wallet to make sure that they are prepared for proof of stake. In any case make sure that you're following first of all this channel and also whenmerge.com in order to be absolutely up to date about the merge which can also at any moment in the last second be postponed uh, towards the future. Let's talk about Solana because Solana is in an interesting position. Solana has been touted as the Ethereum killer for quite some time, but at the same time, network outage has actually been a curse, according to the co-founder Anatoly Yakovenko. He has been saying in an interview with uh, Earl Paul and Real Vision, he has said that that's been, I guess, our 
occurs and he's referring to the low cost transactions but it's because the network is so cheap and fast that there are enough users and applications that are driving that and he's of course referring to about the seven outages that Solana has had in the last 12 months and that's a whole lot if you think about blockchain and especially Solana becoming maybe the visa of cryptocurrency so what he's specifically saying is that the network is super cheap and super fast hence it's getting used in different kind of ways and that can of course then cause the network to come down he's at the same time saying that bitcoin is much much more resilient but used less than solana and that would make also his case for the visa of crypto much more sense if we look at the chart it has been going quite in the same direction as bitcoin so kind of trying to force this support line maybe at around 21 us dollars and again i would say if the merge go through completely the market will react positively and even solana will go up here as well if it doesn't I do think that this support line of around 21 US dollars can potentially break here as well. And I would say that the Solana price could go down maybe in the worst, worst case into single digits as well. And last news story, we also have to talk about LG and LG has picked Hedera as their blockchain of choice when it comes to television NFTs. Now we've talked about Samsung launching potentially an NFT marketplace on their TV ecosystem and LG has been quiet for quite some time, but we shouldn't forget LG was actually or is actually in the governing council since 2020 of Hedera. And of course, Hedera is a blockchain you can trade here as well. Hedera Hashgraph is actually one of the new ones you can trade on Swiss code and it looks like they will launch an NFT marketplace essentially allowing people to buy and sell NFTs directly from their TVs. Now on one side you might say who actually needs that? On the other side looking at products such as the Samsung The Frame for example you can see that NFTs might actually have an interesting collaboration possibility with TVs because if the TV is not in use you can maybe display a nice NFT maybe a piece of art that you would like to hang onto the wall but that is completely digital you don't want to buy a digital frame so the TV is actually uh, completely making sense here looking at the Hedera NFT marketplace hash access though the trading volume much much lower we're looking at 36,000 in trading volume compared to Ethereum's 330 million trading volume of OpenSea so Hedera together with LG is still a small fish the big fish of course is Samsung but whether Hedera is the right choice and whether this will maybe bring new customers onto the Hedera blockchain that remains to be seen that was it from the crypto market talk this week make sure that you're subscribed to this channel to not miss any crypto news even regarding the merge i will see you on the next one have a good one